When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Hello, welcome to the Fighting Cock Podcast, episode 58, I think, season 11. I'm joined by Ricky and Felonius Filth, and what a fucking day to be alive. What a wonderful, wonderful fucking day to be alive. And how miserable must they feel right now? How horrible must they feel? What a bunch of little wankers. How you doing, boys? Top of the world, mate. Top of the fucking world. Everyone's fucked as well as, as what I've noticed this morning. I've swore so three fucks in the first minute. Four. Yeah, good, good. So I'm in that good. kind of mood, mate. Yeah, I want all mate, of them. Have it. Every what was that thing we say? What, who is it? Uh, T. We want everything bad in the world to happen. <laughs> I hope everything that? bad in the world happens to you and only you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about Arsenal fans this morning. They're still on. They're on Twitter giving it as well. Still trying to give it. Uh, they're, they're a disgrace, mate. Yeah. I managed to call a Portuguese man racist earlier for suggesting that um, <laughs> that I was an elitist because I said he shouldn't support two teams. Um, <laughs> and he said that's what a typical from a Brit. So that's what I got. Anyway, um, got, tell me tell me about it, boys. Tell me about it. I want to live through that experience through you two. What happened? How did it feel last night, Ricky? Go on. Right. Oh, uh, so basically, um, leading up to the game, I had a... Uh, on, Yesterday, I had a presentation that 
my mind was kind of focused on. And then I had another important meeting that my mind was focused on. And then I was like, right, uh, like half free, shut the laptop lid and then um, make my way down to Tottenham. And I was sitting on the train, listening to some music, kind of just seeing a few scarves and stuff like that. Got onto the tube, got to Seven Sisters. And as I was coming up the escalator, you could just... That's where you could feel the weight of the game. And this is going to sound like... It may not sound silly, but it felt like, you know, a, a Champions League game, like the second leg, everything balanced on this single game. And down the echoes of the underground, you could hear little chants of Tottenham, Spurs, blah, 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 and you just knew. And this is like at five o'clock this time. And uh, you, you could just fucking feel it. It was just so tense. Going to the pubs, the sun was shining, met up with the boys, um, had a few beers and just at that time it was it was just really rammed everywhere and it was buzzing and when we were walking down the street and we walked down the street together like cans on the street there was just smoke bombs going off everywhere chants going up uh, i didn't see one arsenal fan at all i didn't see uh i didn't see the the frog march down uh the the high road either um and they where they walked in down that weird little road now didn't see any of that but it just seemed like this the 60,000 Spurs fans were just on the streets. It was like no one was in the stadium. Everyone was just fucking beard up and Larry outside. It was great. Um, and then going into the game, kind of, you sat there and looking around and you just saw how pumped up people were for the game. Uh, the noise was incredible, man. It was just, oh, mate. It was everything that you kind of expected or wanted for when we go to this new stadium to have that wall of sound to be intimidating and i listened to gary neville uh podcast this morning just uh, on the game um and he said it was a red hot atmosphere and the hostile environment arsenal wilted under the hostile environment and that got me so fucking hard oh god i'm fully engorged yeah mate you're not you're not allowed you're not allowed to um you know there's this whole thing about arsenal fans not wanting to come to wild lane because it's violent and first bands are the pits and we throw coins at them bottles at them and it's not a game they can take their kids i know in this new sort of world of being respectful to absolutely everybody that you shouldn't really look at that and be have a little bit of pride in it but i do quite like it it's a derby man it's like i'm not welcome you are not welcome no it's it's the fucking best derby in the country mate i mean um, hands down yesterday um you know i mean you guys all know i laugh at really silly things i probably shouldn't even laugh at but like this bunch of teenagers descended each other, like descended for each other on Twitter, yeah. laughing at players that have died and shit, and that just had me as ditches. They, and the people, they, yeah, so go on. That was mental. Some of the stuff I was reading on there, <laughs> yeah, and I didn't realize this subsection of football exists. It's like nothing was off limits. Nothing at all. You know what I mean? Like Vokas were putting the pack. He's dead. I'm like, fuck you, no, come on. And I was just ditching this for um, and people are quoting this as now, man. The NL North London derby is just fucking different, man. Um. But yesterday I felt weirdly calm. Um, leading up to the game, I felt very calm. Walk up to the stadium, you know, I felt very calm. I didn't see as wicked. I didn't see any aftermath. Normally, you see a few, you know, red and white scarves here and there, but I didn't see, didn't really see any of them. Um, 
And you know, I saw Ricky and them had my first beer of the of the day. I didn't really drink that much yesterday, really. And um, I think the only time I felt any nerves is when was the news about Romero. Um, yeah. Outside of that, I was I was fairly calm. I, I really I knew we'd win, but that kind of shook me a bit when when that was, was announced. I was in bits all day, all day. I was bad, and and I, I was when it kicked off. I, I was drinking. I was heavily drinking. To cope with it, I never. It's one of the worst, most nervous I've ever been. I just didn't want them to have the fact that they qualify for the Champions League at our place. I didn't, didn't realise that. It, I I didn't realise that until uh, just chatting with everyone down the pub, and they're like, "Yeah, if they win, they 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 take it." And I was like, I was doing the points in my head, and I was like, "Oh fuck, they're right." <laughs> like, and I was like, I, it didn't even go into my brain. I was just focused on us. And if they had have won, that would have been uh, that would have certified for Chelsea and Arsenal in the same night to qualify for the Champions League. Oh, oh God. really? Oh, oh man, I didn't think know of that. that. So I was I was very nervous all day, and I, I say I had to pick the kids up from school. So obviously, I I wasn't drinking that early. But I, I when I got home, first thing I did um, was uh, open a beer, and then I thought oh, I need to get more pissed than this. this isn't. I can't. I, I, the only way I can cope with this is if I'm fucking drunk. Um, so I had a couple of whiskeys, and then uh, went to the pub and met my dad. Had a couple more beers there, and then when the game started, I was tanning whiskey. It was ridiculous. I was so fucked by the end. By by, I was about ten thirty. My missus had to pick me up. She said I was a mess, and I never get in that way. I was absolutely <laughs> fucking trolled. Because um, you're celebrating, aren't you? You win. Yeah. You go through the nerves. You get everything you want. And then you celebrate. So, what was it you? Was, what, what did you find yourself doing at one forty in the morning, Rick? Uh yeah. When I, I got back, obviously really late, and I was just smashing. You know, when you're drunk, you're hungry. There's <laughs> nothing really around here. I was just walloping crisps down my gullet, and I looked at the time. It was like one forty. I was just like, mate, you fucking, you need to have a word with yourself. But then I just kept giggling, like going three ah, nil, mate. <laughs> Let's, um, uh, that fucking beautiful. <laughs> let's talk about the game. We've got, I've got, um, we promised because we didn't do five statements for our patrons. Um, I promised that we'd answer every single one of their questions. And brilliant, every there's tons. So, we're gonna, we, we'll make, we'll, we'll, we'll go through these and talk about the game. But, um, yeah, I mean, do you know what was, what, what, what was your take of the penalty and the red card in the stadium? Because Arsenal fans are very unhappy that both those things were given. Some are even talking about a genuine conspiracy like without irony or joking they think there is an actual conspiracy out to get them Rick um it happened at the other end to me it happened at the other end to where I was sat so um I saw the um holding I didn't realize holding had been booked um but when I saw the elbow I thought fuck there's gotta be a yellow then when I saw the referee get the second card I thought fair play because um it felt like and Liverpool did it too it felt like they were just hacking Son and Ken at every opportunity and that's what it felt like to me. I haven't seen, I haven't seen the game over again. Um, and that's what the penalty is. That's just naive. I mean, it's something that defenders they give, they give little nudges to put the player off. But I think the way in which Cedric executed it, it just wasn't clever at all. And um, I think you know, it's a good thing Ricky mentioned what Gary Neville said. It felt like they wilted a little bit under pressure. I feel that. Um, I said it on the pod on Monday. Arsenal, they keep things tight. Every game they keep things tight. And. I feel that these little things that went against him is a problem of them playing in that way because I don't feel that they gave Lois a whole lot to do yesterday, even before the endings off and the and the penalty. No, I think it was it was uh, the, the, 
there was a, an element of calm to our play. Um, everything we, we were capable of dealing with anything that Arsenal did to us in those first 15 minutes. They were on top, meaning they had the ball. But it felt like we were allowing them to do what they needed to do. And we were waiting to pounce and use that trap on the counter-attack to hurt them if if um, if they, they lost the ball. And then they and then we started to turn the uh, to turn the corner somewhat and start taking possession. And they, they really didn't know what to do. They, they, it kind of felt like they were a little bit lost. And it was wonderful to see. And as you mentioned Romero being out. Like when I heard the news, it was like, I was thinking, oh, just, just, we, we, there was rumours about it uh, much earlier on. And then when it came close to the game, it's like it's been... He's been ruled out, and then you're thinking that's Sanchez. But I immediately thought of Sanchez's performances under um, under Conte when Romero was injured in, earlier on in the season, and I remember him being good, right? That's am I, am I being favourable? I thought he was he, he improved already under Conte. Is that, that what is that fair? Uh, yeah, I think he he has improved, but uh, I don't think he's at the standard where we need him to be. Um... But as a backup centre back, is yeah, 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 completely. Um, and what game was it? I can't even remember what game it was now. Um, where Conte bought Sanchez on because uh, who was it who was putting who was lobbing balls in? I can't remember what what game it was. It was only a couple of games back, but Sanchez came on as, as a sub and and he did really well. Um, and I was impressed with him. But like you said, um, when I heard Romero was out. And how much we'd been waxing lyrical and his performances. And we needed that type of character, that no-nonsense character to get stuck in, to set the tone. Yeah. Um, and when I heard he was out, I, it was like a fucking gut punch, man. I was like, it's... Why? It, yeah, it was. it's really... You know, it's like our, our, our uh, superstar at the back... And he's not playing, and I was just like, "Fuck! What are we gonna do?" Like Davies, Dyer, and Sa- and Sanchez against Saka, and uh, I thought that they would have started that uh, Smith Rowe instead of Martinelli because Smith Rowe, I think he scored against us, and he's done he's done quite well against us previously. So I thought they would have gone down that route, but obviously not. So fuck them. Yeah, pussy holes. Um, yeah, so it was just uh, it was just it was just a perfect perfect night when that red card went up it's like the relief knowing that you uh it, that that makes that it makes it much easier for them and they for us and they're, and they're gonna they're gonna be hating it right but did any of you a little bit all of you must have to some degree is we were three nil up did any part of you go oh, it's gonna be bad when they come back <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's gonna be bad. <laughs> we, we've lived through it Right, we've had it's happened to Spurs before. Like people say, oh, you're just, that's like a, such a weak mentality. Of course, we did. I watched us. I watched. I watched us play Manchester City and then <laughs> be down to ten men and then beat us four three. You can't forget about that shit. It's PTSD. It's entrenched. Yeah. yeah, totally. And as well, it's it's quite funny as well that um, well, not not particularly funny, but on the seventieth minute where. Was it the 70th minute where Son came off? Was it that early? Somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, a bit later, yeah. Um and and then uh and then Roden came on as well. And I was just like, the like Roden hasn't played in fucking god knows when, and he's bringing him on in the North London derby. And I was just like I was like, wow. Or, the and then I him. was like, fuck, like, is he making a mistake doing that? Um because you're always thinking if they get one, then they're 
close to two. Of course, if yeah, they get two, like, oh, then it, then you fucking start to do a shit in your pants. So I mean, uh, yeah. Can I ask you a question about Conte? Because we've got a question. Yeah, of course you can, mate. Go on. Uh, crack on. <laughs> um, is like, do you trust him? Like, I trust him without question. Don't do you? Like, it, I have such faith in him. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 to- totally. Uh, and um, I do. And it's, you know, he's a very experienced manager. And not only has he won league titles uh, and uh, and other trophies, that I-, I saw an article today and it was saying about where he had his outburst against Burnley uh, when we lost to Burnley. Yeah. Um, and he was saying, maybe I'm not the manager or something like that, or the board are going to have to decide and stuff like that. And he was just saying it was part of his strategy. Sometimes you have to give uh, the carrot, sometimes it's the stick, and this time it was the stick. Um, so not only with his uh, game management, um, with his training methods, his mentality, all of that, but also it's the it is the other side, the media side, and, and learning how to get the best from his players, when to push them and when to pull them, and, and all these other things as well. Um, so, yeah, I do have... Uh, complete and utter trust in him sometimes he makes decisions where where i'm like that is fucking bizarre but i am not a world-class manager so <laughs> there is that t would you like to get riled by him 100 percent, mate you know what i do you know um i don't know if you guys remember emmerdale farm there's a go- bloke in there called amos and these massive mutton chops right oh uh, yeah i'd grow i'd grow mutton chops you know they call, they call them bugger grips <laughs> so i'd grow the mutton chops right really thick so you can hold on to them while he's railing me tell you that you went that well quickly uh, you thought about it before haven't you i saw someone because someone someone uh... took a selfie and had a massive side they call them bugger grips it's been in my head ever since <laughs> I've never Fantastic. Heard that. answer this question from Jeffrey, Jeffrey Studeny. He says, is Conte definitely staying now? When he when he clapped the fans, the whole place stood up. I don't know if he's ever been so respected anywhere else in his career. Our Klopp. Um, I, believe, I believe he'll what? stay. Um, I mean, people are saying it's um, conditional about Champions League, but um, I don't think us finishing fourth or fifth changes are our transfer targets. It's, it's a bit of um, it's a bit of a myth that we get top four. We're going to start signing the best players. It's all about how much you can pay them. I mean, Arsenal are paying, well, they paid Aubameyang and um, Ozil 300 grand plus a week, you know? Um, mm. We can't do that. So we're going to sign who we're going to sign. Um, I think Conte will stay and I think he'll be here for another two seasons. And um, obviously, like, the, the, that, the that two of you, I think the club will have to just give him everything he needs to make us a competitive team. He's completely loved, isn't he? Like, 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 like Jeffrey said, in terms of him being respected anywhere else, like, they... Our fans love him, and for good reason. But it's and it's quick. They've loved it. It's there's a uniformed, a unified feeling about our manager, and it hasn't been that way for a long, long time. Probably since Poch's third, fourth season. Maybe at the end, he was kind of splitting opinion. Some people thought he should stay, and some people thought he should go. But everybody's behind Conte, and everybody wants the club to back him. So he stays, and the idea of him going is unthinkable. Um, and I, I, I agree with you at the moment. I mean, it's hard, things change quickly in football, but um, I don't know why he would leave. Like, is it, is it the journey to success with Spurs, if he can do it, means so much more 
not to him, but to, to just general football in terms, than, than anything he's done previously, probably. Because Inter Milan win things. Juventus win things. If he can turn Tottenham into a title-winning side, or, I know that's a big if, or start winning trophies, when we just have been in, unable to do it previously, then what, what, why not achieve that if you get the option to? The only way he leaves is if we, there is some sort of massive fallout. And I think, especially the way the club's set up at the moment, Paratici, and you've got this understudy coming in to work with him, and and, and Daniel Levy taking a step away from the from the, um, the football inside of things. It's it seems set up to to, to the, the focus is on what's going to go on the pitch, and I'm not saying I'm not anticipating us spending more money than. The other clubs, and that's what we'd all like to see as fans, the other top four, top five clubs. But there does seem to be a switch in attention and drive towards what, what we can do on the pitch. And if that is in keeping with what Conte has, his ideas, then there's no reason for him to go anywhere else. And he may be our club. Who knows? I think I, 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 I was... Um... What, what T was saying, I, I was kind of of the belief that he would stay on the proviso we got Champions League football but now but what, sorry, I think quickly, quickly uh, do you mean he would stay for next season yeah nah that is, there was there wasn't even even the discussion when we the fact that we're in contention for the Champions League Champions League football this year was is amazing I don't think at the start he said if we get Champions League football I will stay no I, I know I, I, but I, I, he's he's very emotional and Right, temperamental yeah. and I just think I, I don't know it's like yeah I've, I've done my bit with Tottenham I've pushed you on you nearly got Champions League I'll go to my next thing where people will actually give me loads of money and it's a bit more uh, up my street really but at the moment I think I think he's been impressed with the team and the squad um, from where they were to how they're playing how his um, tactics and style and changing mentality he's he's seen it working and i think he's enjoying that he's seen the fruits of his labor so i think he probably will stay you know i think he'll he'll, he'll be here next season because i was I, I was kind of like um thinking that it's, it is down to champions league football but um maybe not maybe not yeah i know i i, I just think um i just think he's loved he's loved and he feels loved and um you know, he likes hearing the crowd sing his name. I know all of these things are only as important as how how well he's backed by Daniel Levy and, and Co. But I think yeah, it feels feels good at the moment, not just because we beat Arsenal. Um, we mentioned back in uh, earlier part of the season that if Kane scores, I think we actually verbatim said these words: if Kane scores the double against Arsenal, do we forgive him? Is is it all forgiven on Harry Kane now? T forgiven, not forgotten, but um. I forgive him. I think it's clear that um, his head is of Tottenham. I don't think he's well. Other than the opening few games of Nuno, he's been been fairly decent all season. And um, you can see how much the goal is meant to him. By the way, he celebrated him. Um, forgiven, but not not forgotten the, the behaviour of last summer. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, Nathan DePaul says, "Do you find it better to beat them straight up or have them moan all day, week, month, rest of the time about ref decisions?" Leaning towards the latter, I'm leaning towards the latter. Those tears have been delicious, especially from former players. I love it. I love injustice. I love. It makes it even sweeter the fact that they're so furious. 
it wasn't even injustice, though, was it? I mean, have you no. watched it back, Rick? Yeah, I have. Uh, Holden, he like for for what he got booked for, there was a couple of a couple of tackles that he could have been booked for previous to that. Anyway, um, Son he was turning him inside out. Was he booked for manhandling Son? Was, was that the? Was yeah, that the think, one he was. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah, I think that was the first one, and then the second one was. Uh, yeah, um, from where I was sitting, like T was saying, it's the opposite end to me. Um, it looked like he had he had elbowed him. Um, and then I saw that obviously the red, and I was like, "Oh, he's like gone off for uh, violent conduct or whatever." And then obviously seeing it back, but yeah, I mean, like, Son was just fucking absolutely decking him, man. Like, he just couldn't handle it. Um, so I don't know what they are crying about. And the penalty decision, um, yeah, it was a shove in the back, right? Sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't, and we got it. So deal with it. Yeah. Don't oh, fucking right. shove people in the back. Don't give away a penalty. <laughs> like that's just simple, really. Be better. Play football. Yeah, exactly. What about you, T? What way um, did you like? Do you like the tears, or do you would you rather I, beat them? I, I love the tears because um, someone actually brought this up like, last season at the Emirates. Um, Lacazette kicked Sanchez, and they got the penalty for it. But we were shit, and we took our medicine. Um, yesterday, they were shit. Decisions didn't go their way, and they're crying about it as if they've got some some fundamental right. It's like, as I said earlier, when the pressure got to them, they made decisions that they wouldn't make if they weren't under pressure. Um, this is their biggest game of the season so far, where something's hinged on it. They left both cups early. They've played, they must have played fewer than 50 games all season because they ran out of both cups early. So um, any of the top six sides, if they don't qualify for you, the next season they, they have to get top four. That's standard. And yeah. the fact that you've taken it to game 38 to um, cement fourth place is not our fault, it's your fault. It so, shows they're not as good as they think they are. Yeah, it? exactly. We, we beat them yesterday because we're better than them, not because of the, the decisions. Um, you know, we were, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I was nervous with, the, um, with Sanchez and Dyer at the edge of the six-yard box when Lloris had a goal kick. I didn't like that very much. That didn't do my nerves any good. But no. I thought... I thought Arsenal were largely garbage and they need to address that more than what the referee did. It's such an advantage. People, I, I, I don't think it's, it's, it's underestimated, not spoken enough, but <clears throat> having to just play one game a week, you're at such a huge advantage and you're right, any of the top six should be qualifying for the Champions League if you have that advantage over you. You've seen the, the turnaround in form at Spurs pretty much since we went out of all the... We, we, we're playing you know, once every seven days. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I wonder what we'll see from Arsenal now that they have played that football on Thursday when they play Newcastle on Sunday, Monday uh, night. Oh, is it Monday night, fuckers. Yeah, oh, I didn't realize that. They Still. they. It's, 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 but I, I just where's add the conspiracy? That. They they have an extra day, okay. But um, it's also Newcastle's uh, last game of the season at St James's Park, so uh, I think they're going to be quite rowdy up there and I hope hopefully uh Arsenal get rattled again by by the by the home fans and hopefully some of their injuries uh, have carried over like Gabriel going off um holding can't play so let's just uh cross our fingers on those bits yeah um we've got a question from um Dimitri Stilinu and he says uh why was it so hot for a game in January that's what's beautiful as well yeah that that was that was so poetic that you literally you you, you pussied out of a game you used the you used the pandemic covid 
you had one of your players, Odegaard, had 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 COVID. All the rest of it, your players were in African nations and they were or they were injured. So you could have fulfilled the, the fact that they got that called off was, was a scandal. Yeah. But it gave us something, right? It gave us something. It, it, we will always have over them the fact that they bottled turning up. Do you, you can't argue. You can't argue against this this idea, right? You can't argue against saying that the reason why they didn't fulfill that fixture was because they were worried about what would happen. Because if they had no concerns, there would be no story. They would have come and played. So they were genuinely worried about playing Tottenham. Scared, if you like. I they think were as well, I, uh, I read as well, I think when they were due to play us, I think Son had an injury, so he wouldn't right. have played against Arsenal. And now that when we do play them, and he is playing, he absolutely fucking rips him a new one. Absolutely and beautiful. So and we've got Benton, Cohen, Kulisetsky as well. Oh, yeah. Four, <laughs> uh, four, four months later, they turn up with their full team, pretty much. And they got dicks. What, what, not only cowards <laughs> will always have that over you. You'll always be Coward FC. But you've given us that. And when you were forced to play, you were forced to play this time when you actually had to turn up. They forced you, because that's your job as a fucking football club, to turn up to fixtures. When they forced you to come, we put it right up you. Fuck. Wankers. One of their fans is complaining about how the Premier League put the fixture here on purpose. That doesn't benefit us in any way, does it? Having the game this late. We all wanted it sooner. And um, well, So that's another thing. that they're, they're be, There's some sort of injustice about that as well, is there? Yeah, what? yeah. Man, you... we, need, we, need be- we need our rivals to be better than they are. Considerably. They, they're not good enough. They're not worthy of our rivalry. They're not, they're not worthy of us. They, not... We, the fact that they've got us as as their rival or they consider us their rival they should be grateful because we do things properly over here they don't they're embarrassing they're an embarrassment to football they're an embarrassment to us but i'm embarrassed to have them as rivals it doesn't matter what they do on the pitch they're embarrassing i'm sick of it do, do you know be what else is really do you know what else is really beautiful um the video that spurs did um yeah. we were we were ready in january that's just yeah. beautiful we're Love ready that come on mate Tottenham Admin is killing it. Absolutely. I think he's a new guy as well. Yeah, he's a genius. Fucking love him. Um, yeah. Uh, Chris Beard says, at what point did you whip your cock out and start pleasuring yourself? For me, it was around the 32nd minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was fully engorged from the second goal. At that point, I was just like, yes, I think. I think. Although I've got the sort of Spurs PTSD. But I think this is done. And what's so great about it, and it's happened before, actually, when we played them uh, last game, I think it was a penultimate game at White Hart Lane. Or, 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 anyway, North London Derby at the old stadium. They, yeah. had a, they had a man sent off and we scored really quickly. I think we got a penalty. Um, and that happened again. Like, it was pretty much well, the next minute, wasn't it? A couple of minutes later. And, um, yeah, that was, that, was, that was the feeling. At what point did you, uh, you realise, oh, this is going to be good? When Son scored, um, it was like it was the it was the when when that third goal went in, like a minute after the fucking second half starting or or whatever it was. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. You know they've got like a they've got in there at halftime. Arteta said, "Oh, we're not out of this. As soon as we get one, they'll do this and that." And 
but we can claw ourselves back into the game. One minute has gone and we are fucking 3 0 up. Have some of that. How good was that goal as well? The first time I watched it, I was like, I thought it just. It made a def- it, it hit a deflection, sort of just bobbled in. Yeah, sort of yeah, dinked, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it. I thought as well. Yeah, he, he just he just dinked it, didn't he? It's like, yeah. it's, oh, yeah. man, the is so good, so good. Do you, what, did you make anything of him when he came off? He had a little um, a little stroppy face because he wants to he wants to get top goal scorer, <laughs> didn't he? But yeah, he did give, uh, <laughs> give he was it it was a little stroppy face, weren't it? Proper sulky. That's the like, thing as well. Like again, like. Um, I mean, I know Sonny has been subbed off, but like getting subbed off around, I don't know, what was it, 73, 74, something like that, uh, and Bergwijn come on, um, and Mora, it's like 70 minutes. Like, content doesn't really change on, like, double substitution, 70 minutes. Like, I don't know. It just felt like, I know we were 3-0 up, but still, I was like, fucking easy, boy. Like, fucking, let's not get too Larry. <laughs> Then he fucking rolls on Roden, and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> we call game management, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Ryan Cook, uh, he says, "Should I call my doctor because this erection has lasted longer than four hours?" <laughs> Good. It will. It will last. Put it say, if we do get top four, then you might have to chop it off because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to last all summer. What? What? What are you? Yeah, you're going to be sick of it. By the end of the summer, you'd be you'd enough. just massively like erect dick. Um, <laughs> what, uh, do you think we're gonna do it, boys? How, how, do you, how do you feel about it, Ricky? Are we are we are we gonna do it? Could could we? I'm a lot more um, a lot more confident. That, do you know what the the thing is? Um, if they if we, we've kind of like from from this point where we are now, going into like the biggest. North London derby since like I can remember really, um, and not only winning it but winning it emphatically. For me, it's kind of like a, put a lot of my ghosts to rest. Of will we, won't we get the top four? We we beat them, we slapped them up. So for that, for me, is is kind of like good enough really. Um, but I just. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to say too much because, because you know, because I don't want it to not happen. But I just have a feeling. You know, Newcastle and Everton—they're not easy games. They're not easy games. I think they do. <clears throat> I think they do Everton because they're um, they'll, they'll they'll probably be safe by then. And uh, I, they'll Arsenal will beat them at home, but the Newcastle game's the one for me. Yeah, I think. I think that's probably our best chance. Mm. I think I think if they're at home against Everton, they'll sweep Everton aside. Um, and like you're saying, if Everton are safe by then, they won't give a shit really. No, but what, what, um, what? yeah, yeah, Newcastle's going to be our our best shot. T, what do you think? You think we can do it? We can do it, obviously, but you think we will fall our way? I don't think we're going to get top four. I think Arsenal will win their their two remaining games, but I hope I'm wrong. But my my thing is that Newcastle is shit and. Um, and Everton will probably just throw the towel in. Um, I'm expecting them to win both games, but um, I think we'll be ready. Um, I didn't realise the Burnley game was at midday, which is really shit. It's going to be a very flat atmosphere, probably be a flat performance. But um, I think the fact we've even taken it to the to the last week is testament to what Conte's done. Yeah, for sure. Try and work this out. I've written this question. Johnny Panel, I don't know what this means. What does Arteta do when it's at home? <laughs> 
it. Presuming it has a long enough power cord to get around the place, what? What does it do? Is it that he's a robot? Is that what it is? Maybe. Maybe it's a haircut. I don't know. What? He's a strange guy. He's just weird. Like After the, in- the interview, after the game, when he was sort of talking, he was saying, if you... If I uh, speak, then I'll I'll be banned for six months. What was he What was he planning to say? To be banned for six months? Yeah, the referee was a cunt, probably. Yeah, it was just have... gonna, nothing to do with the game. It's just going to be really racist. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. There's nothing you can say that would ban you for six months, you dick. Um, <laughs> the he's uh, it was. I mean, it, it was salty. It was petulant. You could tell he's inexperienced in that moment. I love Conte's response, which is, you've just started. You need to learn to stay calm. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Although the irony of Conte saying that is not lost on me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, just madness because the, those weren't injustices, right? They, they were debatable. Some you, you can have a conversation about uh, Rob Holdings sending off and the penalty. I thought they're both correct, but I'm going to say that because I'm biased, but... They're a conversation. There's a conversation you can have about both incidences, but it wasn't the injustice he was saying. It made him look so odd. Like you've lost again. I, I think he kind of, um, you know, when Klopp came out last week and to, to deflect that the team hadn't done what uh, he had hoped for, or what he'd been coaching all week or whatever, to then deflect it and say that uh, Tottenham play, you know negative football and we don't do enough for the game and, and all that other shit. So I think Arteta has seen that as an opportunity to to get on that bandwagon and be like, oh, it's like the the ref's fault and they're the ones that have done it. But, so it, it deflects that it was his own inabilities to get the tactics and uh, his kind of message to the players to keep calm and do this, that and the other. So it just reflects bad on him, really. So he's just aiming it at the ref the dick I like this Lil, Lil Cookie says there's no question it's just Arteta is a fucking dinner lady I don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> I love it <laughs> um, Rich Warren says how many goals What will the Saudis be beating Arsenal by next week is this how you want to be remembered <laughs> let's go <laughs> that was the funniest thing did that ever happen I think we might as well just made it up that that's what Harry Kane was saying in the uh in the dressing room at uh, Ajax. Sounds like, huh? <laughs> like something you'd say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maddie says, how did a back line of Sanchez, Dyer, Big Ben Davies look that good? Sanchez slotted in there like he's been playing the whole season with them. And there was only one or two times I felt like the scum even had a chance of scoring. Same players have been around for five plus years now. Are they just stepping up? Is it Conte or what? I mean, it's 100% Conte. But it's when you do look at that, Sanchez, Dyer and Davies... All players, all of them, all of them, players that we would happily have sold, all of us. There isn't a single person, unless you're a particular fan of the player for a different reason, who would have been fuming if any of those were sold in the last five years. And they did. They looked fantastic. They looked absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yep, they did. Um, got to give a special, special shout out for Ryan Sessignon. He was good yesterday. And um, he didn't look like he had any nerves of playing in a the, in the big derby. I don't know if he played any part in the in the away fixture, but um, yesterday I thought he slotted in really well. Always available for the ball, always wanted the ball. Um, yeah. What 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 the criticisms we had of him was that he seemed a bit um, reluctant, a bit reticent. It's like he's trying to hide and not receive the ball. But yesterday he had a really good game, and I think he'll take a lot from that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, and... 
I just want to uh, give a, a shout out if we're giving shout outs to people that will never hear it uh, is to <laughs> baby Ben Davies who was yellow carded on like 15, 16, 17 minutes. Yeah. Um, and he stayed on his feet. He didn't get sent off. He didn't play silly buggers, did he? He was professional. He did his job. Yeah, Knew what to what do. That's what he does. Exactly. Well if, done, son. If we're giving shout outs, somebody shout out to your mum. And then I'm going to shout out to Emerson Royale. Yeah. The way he so, held the flare. Je- oh, man, how good. That is iconic. We've had a couple of iconic celebrations. The one against Leicester was amazing. Yeah. Uh, was he involved in that as well? I, felt, I kind of feel like he was. Anyway, he, that picking up the flare while everyone, or the smoke bomb while everyone was celebrating, it's one of the best photos we've seen at Spurs. It's, it, it's brilliant. But, 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 but to do what he's done... I think everybody would have been anxious a little bit about Emerson Morrell finishing the season after the Doherty injury because he has shown elements of frailty in his play and doesn't always look completely sure about what to do or the best decision. And that might not be true. He probably is completely sure about what he's doing. But he's, he's, um, his performances, particularly against Liverpool, but, especially, um, but including last night as well, it's just been fantastic. I mean, he's a man of the match against Liverpool. He was a man of the match. And yesterday, there was just no issue with his play. He was dangerous. Nearly scored that header. He gets up the pitch. He gets into dangerous positions. And I know that's partly Conte's system. But for a player who uh, we weren't sure about, he does exactly what he's been asked to do. He just... he, 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 he Tactically, he's almost perfect for, for when playing with Conte's system. It's just sometimes his ability lets him down. But his distribution for the Liverpool game and his attacking of space during the, the, the Arsenal game just made caused them all kinds of problems. I mean, it helped by going down to 10 men. But yeah, he still defended well. And yeah, I just thought we'd give a shout out to him. Oh, he'd be here as well. He was fucking... They were all was, great, weren't was, they? That's what's so fucking, fucking great about it. Yeah, exactly. All of them. <laughs> All of them are fucking brilliant. All kings. Who is who is the uh, who, who was who was the man of, man of match? I think it's Kane. Who, who was yours? <sighs> I'm not assessing none a lot. I'll probably yeah. say him, but um, I guess Kane was the one who got the double, and so it probably has to be him. But I'd, I'd probably say Sessegnon as my random left field shout. I think like, you're talking about wanting the ball as well, because Conte was saying about him playing inside himself and needs to be confident. Wanting the ball and receiving it and doing well is going to build that confidence very quickly. I just want to see him that that sort of tricky winger who um, who would beat players when he gets that back to his game. He's, he's starting to come back. He's been a little bit more adventurous. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have a, a decent wing back there should he be able to continue in this vein of form. Uh, John Drea says, Joe Drea says, uh, would you be content with Europa League since it means we have a decent chance of winning it? Champions League will give us bragging rights over the Gooners and an extra £60 million to spend, but crashing out will be inevitable. I would rather be in the Champions League. Yeah, nothing like reaching for the fucking sky there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, just, just take the money and crash out. Like, right, mate. <laughs> wow. <I> can't believe. <laughs> believe, Joe. I mean, we've reached a final uh, of the Champions yeah. League, so <laughs> it's not going to be the possibility. I... I, I think what he might be trying to say in what he's asking is that Europa League isn't a disaster. And I, I don't think it's a disaster myself, but obviously I prefer Champions League because um, look at the atmosphere last night. 
Um, if we get a nice draw in the group, we could have a really electric atmosphere again. And if we get a final Champions League, could have nights like last night where, you know, it's Larry on the high road, the fans sing from start to finish. I mean, I'm way back in row 50 and we stood all game. That doesn't happen. Every other game I'm getting told to sit down. So having the whole stadium behind the team, I think that would only happen in the Champions League fixture and obviously derbies. Um, Europa League, maybe if we get to the quarters in the semis, but... Yeah, I think Champions League is where we'd all want to be. Good stuff. Uh, Risey says, you're at a shop with your missus looking for something for your little boy's birthday. You make your way down to where to the Arsenal fans on the string section. Who are you buying for? Who are you buying for his birthday? An Arsenal fan on the string. I mean, I don't know. I can't. I work in this industry, so I can't. I can't say I'd want to smash someone's face in if I'm going to talk to him next week. Um, but if there's an Arsenal player that you want to put on a string, who would you have on there, Ricky? Or T? It's hard to think of current players. Um, I've said this in the pod in the past, that um, if I walked past most of those Arsenal players in the street, I wouldn't recognise them. I think maybe... I have no idea what Ben Ben White looks like. Neither do I. Um, Cedric, no idea what it looks like. No, Martinelli. I think, um, Martinelli. I, I think. I think. Um, I think it's just got to be Arteta, isn't it? I know he's not a player, yeah. not a player, but he's. It, it, as far as Arsenal teams go, they don't have as many wankers as they've had previously. I'm not yeah. saying I like any of them, but they don't have a Martin Keown or an Adams or a Perez or a Henri. You just yeah. would love to stamp, stamp until there's nothing left. Um, just white. Just, just a, just a, yeah. I'll leave it there. Yeah, um, they haven't, they haven't really got Zach, Jacob really, but he's not kind of good enough to to hate, is he? I'd say Arteta, definitely. Yeah. Um, Dominic Signor, he says, did you feel it was so comfortable in the second half? You completely relaxed. It was almost boring. Didn't sound boring. Um, I have no issue. I have no issue with that at all. I just it was, it was, it was probably because it went down to ten men. It was probably the most comfortable North London derby there's been in a while. Um, can you think of any any others? Like even when we were f- the five one, which was my favourite game of all the time in two thousand eight. I I hated. I was I was a bag of nerves throughout the throughout the, the whole game. I was convinced they were coming back and getting us. Um, yeah, never been, I, never been I, calm. I, yeah, I've super never calm been. yesterday as well. Oh, I was calm for a lot of the game. This is probably our biggest league homing over them in must be thirty years, maybe even more, maybe forty is that years. Right? Um I yeah. can't remember us being about three clear goals at home in the league. Um I mean <sighs> I remember yeah. I remember hearing about Mark Falco bagging a bunch in the early eighties, but Yeah, eighty three. Yeah. So I don't know. So with that in mind, it's gotta be just just a sea of calm because normally we go two 0 up, but then they get a late then they get a late um, consolation, and then we're shitting it for the remainder of the game. Yeah, by you, Rick. Uh, there is the, the there's never a time where I am at ease <laughs> during this fixture, even when we're freeing it up. He's exactly the same as me. The only yeah. like I used to say back in the day that um, when Tottenham lose, the only thing that makes me feel better is seeing that it's hurting my dad even more. <laughs> Because the, it, the the pain on his face is like physical 
pain, like someone has got a fucking steel rod and jabbed him with it or something. And I, I feel it, but then I see him and I, I just start <laughs> laughing and I feel better. Uh, my uh, my dad hell. said um, my dad said he need I need to sort of sort myself out um, that that I'm way too emotional. Um, I don't know. I, I I've gone in. I've I've sort of gone in. Th- in stages, I used to be. Do you remember back? I was going, Ricky, it's all right. Just it's another game. We'll get yeah. it back next week. And you go, no, I'm going to do myself in. Well, don't do that. <laughs> so, you know, there'll, be, there'll be another game next week. Now I'm like, every game feels like a be or an end or, and I don't know what's happened or what's changed in my life for me to to have to be so invested. I've always loved Spurs, right? I've always, I've always, um, but just being a Spurs fan was enough back in the day. 10 years ago, it was just enough just to be Spurs. Now, I need it. I need success. I There's need so much it. more jeopardy now as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When you're shit or, or mediocre, it's easy, easy to be sort of philosophical about it. All in it. And you know, it's, I think moving away has affected me as well because um, I, I, miss, I miss going to the Spurs with you lot and just, and my brothers. I miss, I miss that a lot. Especially, especially games like last night. Yeah. I really, you're missing that. It's, it's so important that the the going to Spurs. If you've had that in your life and you're lucky enough to live close enough to the stadium where you can go, the the, the having that removed from you is changes your relationship and 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 so much with with the club, and so much it's so much more about winning than it is just belonging because you don't you're not you're not there you're not you're not with your mates and you're not you're not together do you know what i mean yeah i um, didn't think of you yesterday i was with my dad so I'm, I'm, i've got my dad there so i'm, like, I'm grateful because he's he moved down here so i can watch it with him so i'm not on my own but i feel as, as much as i love it when something amazing like that happens you you feel separated i think what you yeah like when we were that down the boozy yesterday and there, there was all of us there and like John, Bardi, T, Spooky, uh, David Alfie Ward, uh, a couple of other like people that we know was like knocking about, all drinking cans in the sun, yeah. and everyone's just like coping each other off. Uh, when you're walking down, kicking the back of each other's legs, and just like just being <laughs> dickheads, really. Uh, and we were just so excitable, uh, like children. Uh, but you could just feel the enormity of the occasion and we were just all relishing it. And it was, yeah, it was just, it's those things that you should hold on dearly because we're for, I mean, like I know people banter us, man, that we haven't won anything. Okay, I get it. But people follow football teams for years, decades, and they don't come close to anything that resembles a bit of success or going to Wembley, like going to a semi-final to watch the, to watch in the FA Cup or League Cup final. I mean, even Champions League final. And and then our derbies are this big. They are mm. fucking enormous, man. Uh, probably the biggest, uh, uh, most fiercest in the Prem, I would say. Um, yeah, it's the best game for sure. Like for and like just be, always... Yeah, and being involved in that and having the opportunity <laughs> to go to these and to actually live it. I never take any of that for granted, never, because it, it and and it comes few and far between. But every time they do come around, I just I fully immerse myself in it, and um, and it's just great sharing it with other people as well. 
it's incredible how we remain huge, like massive football club, and we don't win. I just said something about the football club and and what club we are we have that 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 um, we haven't fucking won Champions League, like you know FA Cups. But everyone fucking hates us. <laughs> I know, it's well funny, it's, isn't it? It's so funny. I love it's it. Wonderful. You know, I posted the thing on um, Love the Shirt Twitter account, and it shows you the the canvas. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Every, all, all our Arsenal's. <laughs> I think we appeared on six teams. Obviously, we were number one for Arsenal, Chelsea, and West Ham. But I think Southampton were on there, and Leicester were on there as well. <laughs> so, that was that was well funny. Yeah, and it's um, like yeah, cool. I was going to say, I'm going to read something out that's going to make you hard as a fucking rock. Go on, then. So Fabrizio Romano has just tweeted, um, Antonio Conte is being quoted as saying, I'm committed to Tottenham 100% and more. Totally committed. This is my characteristic. I'm a passionate person. I'm a, I'm a passionate person, and I think I showed this passion here. Yes. Go on, son. Well, this, is, on. this is kind of what we asked for, weren't it? We asked for him to commit, to say it. To absolutely say it, and and like and so we'd hear about him. Oh, I'm not maybe not the man for the job. Just say you're here to stay, and all that shit goes away because that's what everyone's obsessed with. The fact that they hate the fact that Conte's at Tottenham. They feel like I'm sure fans of other clubs just feel like we don't deserve him. Yeah, like, totally. I think the press as well think that as well. Yeah, they're like obsessed with him leaving. Maybe he won't leave. Maybe he stay. Maybe he's the guy. He's the he's the guy. If anyone can change the losing culture at a football club, it's someone like him who's unforgiving and unwavering in his pursuit for success. It just yeah, and th- there's a, there's a little bit of me as well. You know, like a kind of like the the football old wives tales and stuff like that. And I know that Conte and Mourinho loathe each other. And there's something in me that feels like because he's so competitive and he wants to win all the time, that Conte would love to be able to be like, well, I picked up Jose's team and I've won something. Did they? Did they hate each other then? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I th- yeah, yeah. I think they. Uh-huh. I think they, there's been a few spats. Really. It seems a frosty relationship. I mean, um, I think most people probably feel that way about Jose Mourinho in the game. It's true. I think only Alex Ferguson really likes him as a manager, as, as of, of the elite ones, anyway. Uh, Jacko says, "Has anything or anyone been so? Uh, sorry, has anything or anyone ever been as thoroughly pathetic as the scum were yesterday? Their pathetic performance, their pathetic fans leaving in fifty minutes of silence, their pathetic manager snivelling about refs. Pathetic. <laughs> I, I've got a photo." That sums up pathetic. I was looking at my photos earlier. It's of the scoreboard, 65 mm. minutes, Tottenham three, Gooners nil, and someone in the Goon end has let off a flare. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you've still got all that time. You're not scored. You're not going to score. You're so deflated. Barry, Barry, oh. just let it go, Barry. Barry, just just get the flare out. Just do something, yeah, mate. Look lively. The, Come on. The, beautiful thing about that is if he gets if he gets found so yeah. if they can find out who, who who let it off he can go to prison you get a three-year ban and you can have a prison sentence Shit. I, love I don't know that yeah 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 so yeah, if, yeah. If, if, if one <laughs> one happens to be let off near you don't pick it up and hold it up rick yeah, that that really should be directed at me as well because that is exactly the thing I would do. <laughs> oh, yay! 
Hey! Do you remember that picture? One of my favourite pictures. I don't know where it is of you holding up a flag and uh, yeah, waving yeah. it in the park lane. Yeah. <laughs> Joy on your face. <laughs> I was with a massive flag. Bristol with that game as well. That's right, yeah. Um, David Bassett, he says, do you reckon that when it comes to Kulosevsky that the carpet matches the drapes? <laughs> um, well, yeah. I'd imagine so. Yeah. Um, uh, Patrick Gavin says, nothing to ask, just want to say keep up the good work on coming Spurs out. That's nice, isn't it? Oh, um, yeah. All right. Uh, so anything else, boys, you want to, um, you want to add? Anything Nothing else you else. want to say from the, from the evening? One final little dig at Arsenal, anything like that? I just, oh, just what what were were there were there fans um, loud or were they at all? Um, you posted a video earlier on, Vlav. Um, the geezer's name, Bolton guy, Fogden, I think his name is. Yeah, don't know yeah, if that's yeah. how you pronounce it. And um, so it showed Arsenal because he was right near the Arsenal fans in the Paxton end, and yeah. um, they were singing, but I couldn't hear them from where I was. So. I, I, I don't know if their fans were, were lively or not. Maybe they were. Were they even on 50 minutes for real? Well, at the hour mark, I noticed it was empty and an awful lot. I think once the third goal went in, they just... And I don't know. I mean, look, when we were 3-0 down at the Emirates, I'd left. When the third goal went in, I was in the fucking concourse having a drink. <laughs> so I can't, stand, I can't sit here and say that they're pathetic for leaving because fuck I, watching no. that. Mate, why? I don't, I don't understand that, really. I know you're supposed to support your team and stuff, but how horrible it is to be in the Arsenal stadium when they're winning and just just having to listen to with, them sing. With these new stadiums, right, they, they retain a lot of noise. So when they celebrate, when they're singing, it, it kind of envelopes you. Yeah. And I imagine it'd be the same for the away end at our ground. So, yeah, you know, I don't blame them for leaving, but they're pathetic for plenty of other reasons than walking out of a stadium early. Indeed. Indeed. All right, then. Uh, that'll do, Pig. I'll have a wonderful rest of your day and uh, looking forward to Burnley and seeing what will happen there but it's just what's a fucking feeling even if we even if like obviously it's not in our hands and it's Arsenal win and and they can you know go through to the Champions League I don't think it changes a great deal I don't think it makes our trajectory any less significant I think next season we still finish above them if they have Champions League football it doesn't matter I I think what you said um, T about our targets don't change. I think we you still look at the spending gap between Arsenal, or Spurs, and the rest. Mean that we've got a lot of we've got leeway. We've got we got we got we can catch up and spend more money. Uh, it, you know, it's like half of um, Arsenal's wage bill it was. Yeah. Um, so we've got time to and our opportunity to spend, and I think it's going to happen. And I think. You know, I think we're on a march to something something different at Spurs, something we haven't seen for a long while, certainly since 2016, where we start to dominate, we're coming to take over. Although, you know, City bought Haaland, so I'm not saying we're going to win the league, but <laughs> we're going to get back in the top four next season if we don't do it this way, 100%. Haaland oh, might be shit, man. Yeah, Haaland Bundesliga tax. I mean, it's not likely, though, is it? Timo, T- Timo Werner... He uh, he was ripping it up. Look how he's done at Chelsea. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might be right. You might be right. Lukaku as well. You can look at that. Turn yeah. it up in the Farmers League that is Italy. 
Hello, Bardi. Hello, Bardi. <laughs> Bardi, can you jump in quickly? Um, if you click... Uh, the oh, he's there, he's there. Yeah, Bardi, can you click... If people are listening to this, we're, we're recording on a Discord server, so if you don't know what, what what's happening, he's... You can listen to it live if you are a patron of the Fighting Cop. There he is. Here he is. Can you unmute yourself, buddy? Don't think he can. Can you can you oh, do it for him, Flav? No, I can't. Oh, he uh, left early. I had this problem. All right, he's not going to defend yourself. Apparently, he left the game early yesterday. Shocking. He can't. Um, he can't. Uh, he can't unmute himself. All right, we have to leave it. We have to, I've got this problem with this fucking server. It happens all the time. All right, then, boys. Sorry, buddy. Um, you know, fuck the Italian league. <laughs> it's shit. Your shit. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. All right, then. Cheers, boys. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.